This is your boy Buzz with From On Tap Sports, and I am joined by my buddy Tony Marquise. How are you doing today, Buzz? Um, I'm doing fantastic, man. It's been a hell of a day for us. It has been. We've had a lot of awesome stuff going on today uh, with On Tap Sports. I mean, just blowing up on Twitter. Thank you to everybody who's going to be listening to this when this drops for retweeting, sharing, liking, whatever you guys have been doing. We appreciate it. Keep doing it because it's been awesome. It's it's been far better than I could have even imagined, Buzz. I mean, I'm I'm really excited to be doing this, especially with you. Um, this is a new show. This is going to be a new show to the On Tap Sports lineup that we've got going on. It's going to kind of be a little bit of a sister show to Shy Sox Weekly. It's going to be a little bit more often. It's going to be a little bit quicker. It's going to be more fast paced, and you know, it's going to have the same kind of style. But we're going to get more in depth on what happened during each game uh, rather than a full recap of the week like you get on Shy Sox Weekly. Uh, you're still going to hear some of the same familiar voices on this show. You're going to have myself. You're going to have Buzz. Uh, you're probably going to see some Johnny Nani. You might see some Shy Sox Janda. You might get some of the Shy Sox Weekly bloggers. Hell, we might even get a guest or two on here to break down the game. This is going to be kind of more post-game-esque, little special events quick hits, all that type of stuff. So I'm really excited for this. Hey, Buzz, let's crack one open, and let's talk a little bit about the Chicago White Sox today. Oh, let's do it. Well, first off, to start the game today, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. I was not super excited about Irvin Santana getting the ball again. I don't know how you feel about that, but I was not super stoked about that just because how he struggled in his first outing with the team this year. So Irvin Santana the guy that follows almost every single one of us on, on Twitter. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it was really funny because I, I wasn't actually watching the first few innings of this game. I was following along on Twitter. Um, I was out of the house at that point in time. But it, just in the second inning, when, those, when, he put up, or when he gave up those three runs, dude, it was like watching you know, White Sox Twitter implode. And then you get all these guys – on there asking for Dylan Cease to come up and you know you could have just sensed that this game was going to get out of hand um I'm actually okay with what he put up today I mean he went I think we went five only gave up three runs I mean the Sox walk away with a victory this is a guy eating innings for us right now Buzz he's not he's not serving any other purpose and I know you could have you know stuck with a guy like James Shields but you know Irvin Santana is just here he's going to do his job he's going to have clunkers but getting through games like this and getting us a victory, I mean, what else, what else could you ask for, man? The only thing that I would change is I, I you know, I hate to side with, uh, with other people that have said this before. You know, I like to try to keep my thoughts, you know, original and on my own, my own planet. But uh, going with what Beef Loaf has, had said, I would lo- like to see Manny be that starter. You know, um, I, I like the kid. I think he does all right when he comes in. And he is good out of the bullpen. He came in. He gave us three innings pitch tonight with uh, no hits. He walked. He did walk three and gave up an uh, – did he give up any runs? 
Yeah, he gave up an unearned yeah, he, run. Yeah, he gave up one run. I believe. Right. I believe it was unearned. But he yeah, did strike was. a bat. He did. He struck a batter out. Um, and that that three innings right there, I think, is is huge. I, we haven't really seen him so far this year go, you know, get the same amount of innings as a starter would. So I'd be curious what would happen his, you know, second, third time through a lineup. Um, right. But he's really serving a purpose out there in the bullpen. Um, and I'm I'm pretty happy with what I see out of out of uh, out of Manny right there. But you know what? I mean, you get through eight innings with Santana and Manny, and you get right to the guy that's been at the back end of this bullpen, man, Alex Colome. He is something else. Yeah, Just locking fired. these ball games down whenever he gets the opportunity to. I believe today was his first walk on the year. So yeah, it was you know, his first walk, yes. You know, when this when we're not messing around with you know some of these other guys that we've seen up here, Dylan Covey to start the year, uh, Caleb Frere, some of these other guys who you're just not sure of. When you can get to this back end of the bullpen and lock a game down, that's just so important. And I blogged about this on Shy Sox Weekly quite a while ago when Herrera and Calame were acquired. These are guys that you know could be finishing pieces to a bullpen buzz that. Can lock 100%. games down, and that's that's what we need to see. I, I'm really hoping they don't they don't move these guys because you've got them under contract for a while, and you know you want to talk a little bit about you know what what we're going to do with the Santana role. I mean, I believe that cease in a while. It will be, and and for the people that were calling for cease to come up now, I uh, I I was on Sean and Maya today, and as I was talking to uh, Sean today on on Sean and Maya, he was saying that you know Dylan said that he's not ready yet, so I don't want to bring up anybody who doesn't think that they're ready yet. I know Dylan has all the talent in the world to do what he's got to do and to be effective, but you know, like that, it's not time for Dylan Cease yet. Once Dylan Cease is comfortable with Dylan Cease, I'm sure the White Sox brass will make the right decision on when to bring him up. But going back to Santana being that inning eater, after he did get rocked in the second inning, dude, he brought it back down to earth. He brought it back down to earth. All right, you know, he he certified in his breaking ball. He was, you know, he he was looking better. He was attacking pitchers or our batters, I'm sorry, and he was looking all right, you know. So, I mean, we got 91 pitches out of him. Five innings worked. And, uh, you know, he doesn't walk away with the W, but like you said, any day that we can only use three pitchers and then, you know, Colome comes in and gets a save, I mean, I'll, I'll take that. Yep, that was Colome's fourth on the year already. Um, yep. And it's a, young, it's a young season. So, and like you brought up a good point there. Anytime that we don't have to utilize – you know, three, four, five guys out of the bullpen and save them for another day. I mean, that's a that's a win yeah. because we've we've seen this story so far over and over again this year where we're just getting decimated in the bullpen, and you know we, then we end up having to make these moves, shuffle guys around. You don't want to see that. This sets them up good for tomorrow. Um, they got another night game uh, against Kansas City. Interesting enough, this was the first night game of the year for the White Sox at home. Um, good to make that one a win, man. Let's talk a little bit about the offense, though, um, and our guy, man, Tim Anderson. What uh, a start I, to the year for this guy. I got the jersey ordered, dude. I ordered it. I, you know, I tried. I, I have this weird thing, right, where I don't order people's jerseys unless like they're legends, because you know, I went and got like we'll we'll kick it to the Bulls real quick. I went and got a Jimmy Butler jersey, right, and then you know he's gone. You know, I I, I try to stick to legends, but. Tim Anderson is making himself a legend right now. He's batting 453. He had three hits tonight. He had a clutch double in the bottom of the eighth inning. This this guy is doing it all right now. 
I mean, yes, he had some issues in the field with his errors, having four errors through 13 games, whatever. But this kid's bat is hot. Buzz, are you like me? Are you are you okay if he's making errors, if he's swinging the bat like this? Because I am. I mean, do I want him to be the complete and total package of awesomeness? Of course. But dude, if he's gonna do this, then go ahead and make an error too. I don't. I I don't care. This is something else, man. He is he is winning us ball games with his bat right now. His offense is producing wins. Why do we keep shuffling him around in the order? Why is he not a man? Why is he not a staple? At like number at number two in the in the two hole. Well, I like Yoan in the two hole. Um, I, I do. I the way that Tim's been batting right now. I, I know it's gonna. It's not gonna sound weird. It's not gonna sound bad at all. The way Tim's batting right now, he should be batting behind Abreu. That, I agree. That, that's I agree. my opinion. I, I think that you should flip him and Yonder Alonso in this lineup tonight. I mean, yay or nay to that. Yeah, well, I mean, you would like somebody with a little more power, but you know, we did the season preview blog post on on Chai Sox Weekly. We reviewed it and uh, on an episode, and my guy Jonda, he picked Tim Anderson to lead this team in home runs, and I'm getting a little scared because I think that that could really be actually a possibility here. You know, I I, I believe I picked Eloy, and I know I have another bet with my guy John about Daniel Palke hitting over 30 home runs. I'm looking re- getting really scared on that one too, dude. I have I have no idea what's going on with my guy Palka. Um it, it's he, just looking it's not, it's not looking good, dude. He needs to bring it back to the drawing board, man. He just needs to calm down a little bit, get out of his head, maybe get off social media, you know, cuz he's pretty active. I was going to I was going to say so Palka's doing a, a podcast with with our guy White Sox Dave. Right. He's on social media all the time. Do you think any of this extracurricular stuff that he's got going on could be affecting some of this? And uh, I, and I think maybe I, the the folklore status that he's built up so far. Do you think that he's having trouble living up to that hype? We talk a lot about pressure on some of these guys, and I could see this being a pressure thing for Polka. I uh, I am by no means calling him a turd right now, but have you ever heard that like diamond and a turd thing? Like you just find like you know when the when when the socks were so bad last year, Polka was that shining piece in in the crap. You know what I'm saying? That we got to pick out, and we we're like, man, this is great. Like when Polka comes up, we got our cool little Polka smash thing. We we're excited when he comes up. It's it's awesome. You know you you get that. You know like you always knew when he came up, something cool was gonna happen. This year. He hasn't lived up to it. And just like you said, that folk thing, you know, like he's just not living up to the hype that Sox Twitter has created for him. This poor kid is in a slump right now. And mostly Sox Twitter is stand, standing behind him. But, you know, you, of course, for every good person you see, you have 20 haters right behind him. And, I, and you know, he is so active that I do think that he probably sees that sometimes and that might be getting in his head. I think he needs a complete washout. He needs some good juju, man. He needs to do some of that washy-washy crap, get himself straight. And uh, you know, revisit his uh, his approach to the plate. Well, you know, I, there were a few interesting polls that were out there on Sox Twitter the other day, and one of them was, you know, does do the Sox need to fire Todd Stevenson? And mm-hmm. it was my Sox summer, I believe, I saw that said, you know, for all the bad, look at some of the good, and we talk about Tim Anderson and the start of the year that he's had, and then let's let's look just right next to him on the diamond. There's our boy Young. That guy's yeah. having a hell of a start to the year as well. And yep. there's been a lot of games, and I don't want to break down too much of, of everything that's going on. I want to focus more on today. 
But again, here's Yon. He gets another hit today. I mean, he did strike out twice, but he come up, he comes up with a big REI. And it just seems like there's been a lot of games this year, Buzz, where I'm watching, and it, it's it's Tim Anderson and it's Moncada, and those are the guys that just look like they belong in the big leagues. And I'm really, really impressed with what I've seen out of both of them developmentally so far this year. I mean, they're the staples of the offense. I mean, you know, th- these guys are contributing to to the wins. I mean, they're coming up clutch, you know, and – Though Mankata struck out twice today, he still gets a hit, he still gets another ribby, and he's still batting three twenty three with a slugging percentage of five sixty five. You know, him and Tim Anderson are the epitome of why we are watching White Sox baseball right now. And I I'll tell you something right now, man, it's been great. It to see these guys going through the first thirteen games like this and keeping the level of consistency up, yep. getting hits in all these games, producing when we need them to produce. I wish I could pull up like all the stats. Like I, I know we're just focusing on this game, and and you know it's kind of I'm not gonna go searching for them right now. But these guys with runners in scoring position, uh, runners in scoring position have to be hitting astronomical numbers right now. I mean, every time I feel like Yoan comes up or Tim comes up, and it's a clutch situa- situation, they're delivering. So, um, you know, the, it's been super exciting. You know, I, I'm I'm pumped, man. I I am pumped. Like you know, it's it's nice to see. Like Rick Hahn said, you know, uh, the fruits of the rebuild labor paying off when you see Yoan doing so well, when you see Tim doing well, and when you, you know, Eloy's not doing terrible himself. You know, he needs to stop chasing that damn slider, though. That's what he needs to do. Quick stat check here. Tim Anderson is hitting 600 with runners in scoring position right now. I See, I knew it was something astronomical, man. Every time I've watched pretty much every game, I think I've missed one game this year, and that's what uh, when you were there and I was traveling back from St. Louis. Yep. Um, that was like the one game I missed this year, and I, I knew he was hitting something crazy with runners in scoring position. I mean, he's just he's on fire, and he's been on fire since he's you know the start of the season. So one, it's amazing. One thing that I do want to bring up about Tim Anderson, and somewhere that I think he really, really does need to improve, is his walk rate. It's garbage. Uh, It's absolute garbage. This guy just doesn't know how to take a walk, which is okay when you're putting the ball in play so much. But when your batting average is 429 and your OBP is only at 440, that only tells me one thing, is that you're not walking. So what I'd like to see a little bit to get that complete package out of Tim Anderson is to actually see him take some walks. He's only got one so far in the year, believe it or not. And I don't think that that's going to get you, I don't know, I, I just love to see that OBP climb up just a little bit higher. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, I do believe that he did improve on that last year. He did He did. He went. Walks. He went from 13 to 30 over the course right. from 2017 to 2018, but he's only got one so far. I know we're only 12 games into the year, right? but that pace is just not something that I wanted to see. I wanted to see if he can creep that up into the 45 50 range I don't know if that's going to be his game he's he's so aggressive but if we can get a little bit more of Timmy on base that steel threat just becomes just more dominant there because you know I I I just rather him convert some of these strikeouts or ground outs on bad pitches into walks and I think that you know just having him on base it just throws the pitcher off man because he's a threat he's a threat to go so that I mean that's just the only one uh, last thing I wanted to to touch on with Timmy um 
But uh, the next thing I wanted to get into, Buzz, was the beef bomb tonight. <laughs> yeah, dude, finally, huh? He was so excited during his postgame uh, with Chuck Hartfine. Oh, yeah. Um, he was super stoked about that. Um, yeah, it. you know, uh, the catcher position, obviously, is something that we – have talked about before obviously you and i off the air uh, this is our first time ever recording together um but the, you know the catcher position has been something that's been less than desirable so it's really nice to see us find you know get some production out of it mccann hasn't done terrible don't get me wrong but it's like you don't want you don't want mccann being your starting catcher every day um but wellington came out today and he delivered when we needed him to bottom of the eighth inning after tim hit the double he comes out and hits the apo taco home run can't beat it, man. I was super stoked about that, and I'm happy for him, you know, uh, getting the monkey off his back, hitting a home run. Yeah, and you got to wonder how much longer we're going to see this catching duo. It can't with be his, much longer. With, with Zach Collins playing the way he's playing down there. And I know there's a lot of people who question the, the Zach Collins longevity as a catcher and how much longer they're going to keep trotting him out behind the plate. Um, they're splitting him down in AAA with some some first base time. They're giving Sebi some first base time, um, and I, I've heard rumors that you know these guys just that the Sox don't view them as as ready to play catcher at the major league level. But again, I kind of look at it this way, man. I mean, I, Wellington did throw somebody out today mm-hmm. on the base pass, but all we've heard all year about like these catchers is they can't throw anybody out. We've seen it. And if Wellington Castillo can't throw anybody out, if McCann can't throw anybody out, if they're not that great defensively themselves, what's the difference? Give the guy who's just absolutely demolishing AAA pitching the chance, at least sometime this summer, to step in, see what he can do at the major league level, because I don't think you're taking a step back here as far as defense goes. No, you're not. You're not taking a step back at all because McCann isn't. Th- he's not throwing anybody out cons- on a consistent basis, and neither is Wellington. I mean, we have the, we've had the same problem even go- dating back to last year with Omar Narvaez. He wasn't that great at throwing people out either, you know. Um, but I agree with you wholeheartedly. I don't know if we see um, both of them, but I'd like to see one of them. I, I've heard Zebby. I've heard Zebby's coming up before we see Zach Collins, even though Collins is just brutalizing the ball. Zach Collins is doing to the ball in AAA what Lou Bob is doing to the ball in high-class single-A Winston-Salem right now. So, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, hopefully uh, we'll see how the season pans out and, and, and you know, uh, how it's going to look going forward here. But I'd like to see one of them see what they could do. You know, keep bringing up the young guys that are that are smashing the ball. Absolutely, Buzz. I'm excited to see either of those guys come up. Um, let's take a look at what the Sox have on tap for tomorrow. We're going to have another night game, 7-10 start against the Royals. Uh, who do we got on the hill, Buzz? Tomorrow we have on the hill Ronaldo Lopez against Jorge Lopez. There, battle, Tony. So Battle of the Lopez's. The Battle of the Lopez's tomorrow. Uh, one Lopez is 0-for-1 with a 3.71 ERA, and then the other Lopez is 0-2 with a 12.15 ERA. I'll let you guess which Lopez has which stat. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna sure go, you already know that. I'm going to go with uh, Reynaldo Lopez is 0-2 with a 12.15 ERA. Um, and, and let's see if we can get Lopez his first win tomorrow. He hasn't looked as good so far this year as the Lopez we saw last year. So I'm hoping maybe this will be his first game that we can say, like, we have a dominant Reynaldo Lopez. Correct me if I'm wrong, but he's pitched. Both those games are pretty cold. 
Uh, I'm not quite sure on the temperatures. I'm not going to grab the temperatures either, Buzz. But I, I grab the temperatures because I, I got to come up with any excuse that I possibly can because I actually <laughs> do not, like rain. I like Reynaldo, man. I I'm like not going him, to so the I, temperatures. I'm not going to the temperatures. We're going to have a I'll lot of it. debates about Reynaldo Lopez. We're going to have a lot of these podcasts this year. Um, I've I've said this on Shy Sox Weekly. I'll say it here. I think Reynaldo Lopez is going to be uh, kind of that Manny Banuelos type guy at some point, but a more dominant Manny Banuelos guy. My thing for Lopez, and I've always wanted to see him do this, is get through the order on that second time through, on that third time through, and remain as effective as he is in the first time through the order. Um, we'll see how he goes through the rest of this year doing that. Uh, so far, it's been not so much of a good showing for Reynaldo out there on the mound. I want to see tomorrow him you know, right the ship a little bit and get back out there. We're coming off that comeback victory today. The boys should have some energy. They should be able to get out there, maybe lock another one down. I mean, we're playing the Kansas City Royals. So, I mean, let's let's just go get it, Buzz. I'm ready for it, man. We're going to keep uh, creeping, 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 creep back towards 500, and I'm looking forward to it. And, you know, Kansas City is the first step to get there. So, you know, hopefully we can take this series with a good sweep, um, you know, tomorrow and then uh, uh, Wednesday's game, sweep the Royals and then move on to the next series. But hopefully Ronaldo can come out tomorrow. He can find control and, uh, you know, pitch a good game because, you know, Lord knows he, he needs to for his own confidence, you know, because I'm sure his confidence is down right now after a 12.15 ERA. Absolutely. And right now the Sox hit at 6-9. and nine. Uh, They're three games back of Minnesota in the Central. Cleveland and Detroit are both 8-7. and seven. They're a game above. And then we've got Kansas City rounding out the AL Central in fifth with a 5-11 and 11 record. They're four and a half games back. Let's start to bury them down in fifth place and continue this, this upward trend that we've got going on here. Buzz, that's all we've got today for Sox on Tap. Uh, again, uh, congratulations to you, to everybody involved with ONTAP Sports Launch Day. It's great to get this one out of the way, the debut episode of Socks on Tap. Uh, Buzz, I'm looking forward to uh, many more of these. Oh, yeah, man. We're going to, you know, it's going to be hopefully an everyday type thing is what we're going to be trying to do, pumping out all this White Sox content that we possibly can. And, you know, don't be just out on the lookout for Socks on Tap. You know, I'm going to do some shameless plugs here. You know, we will eventually have more on taps. It might be a Cubs on tap one day. It might be a Bulls on tap one day. Bears on tap. We'll see. Yeah, we like we like everything that's on tap. Yeah, everything on tap is very everything good. Everything on all, tap. All, all the time. Just give me one of everything. All right, Buzz. You take it easy, my man. I will be talking to you soon. Um, let's go White Sox. Yep, go Sox.